0: Welcome to Prevention Intervention, your go-to podcast about avoiding addiction and becoming the best version of yourself. This podcast is brought to you by the Nova Southeastern College of Allopathic Medicine in collaboration with the Florida Blue Foundation. And now, here's your host. Hello, I'm your host Peyton Bittner, and I am the project coordinator for the NSUMD Youth Opioid Initiative. And today I have with me Defo Moore, the Continuing Education and Scholarship Manager at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami. And today she's going to share with her with us her perspective. Thank you, Defo, for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, Defo, tell us how did you end up in your current role? Well.
1: Um, Back in 2009, when the recession was going on, there was a lack of work and I had to go back to my roots and apply to my local school, my local high school, and they hired me as a substitute teacher. And ever since then, even though I've tried to switch careers, I've ended up working with youth. And now it's just become a passion of mine to work with youth that are in need. Um, just because looking back, when I was a youth, I was in need and I had a mentor. And somehow I just ended up in these positions where there's mentoring going on and people just helping disadvantaged and low-income youth. Find their potential and be the best that they can be. And that's kind of like where I'm at now with Big Brothers Big Sisters. It's a mentoring organization that defends the potential of littles uh, by offering someone from the community to be their mentor.
0: That sounds really, that sounds like a really, really great story. So, why do you think it's so important for youth to have this messaging around opioids and substance abuse and prevention?
1: Um, well, it's funny you mentioned that because we actually have a zero crime and drug policy here at BBS where we don't actually discuss any part of drug use or prevention. And I think that it's great that we are bringing in the NSU program because we kind of, Make kids shy away from talking about drug use because of the fact that we don't tolerate it, and it's something that I want for us to change in our organization so that you know it is something that we're we're discussing and not not
0: kind of um, what's it called when you making the kids afraid of even, you know, being willing to talk about it. They're just kind of like they know it's around them, but they don't really know the risks about it. Right. So maybe trying to help them learn that. And what about maybe creating new programs for you guys?
1: Yeah. And we're kind of saying that they're guilty even before we hear their story about what's going on. It's like if we hear that they were involved in any kind of crime or drug use, we get them out of the program but it's like well what's going on let's talk about what happened and why did you use drugs is there something going on with mental health is there something going on at home you know I would like for us to have a holistic approach and see how we can talk to the student before condemning them is what I'm yeah, trying to say.
0: yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Like, you know, bringing in focuses around mental health or like anxiety, you know, maybe asking about what coping skills they have or managing stress just like outside of their like familial life or home life. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Right.
0: So what kinds of programs do you think help kids? Like, do you think that it's just about, you know, getting this messaging out there or do you Think it's really about like your own experience and having that mentor.
1: I think that having a support system is very big. It's a very uh big protective factor in these kids' lives. I think that if they have someone there that they can lean on or talk to that can guide them through life, it's a big like I said, protective factor is going to be something that is going to diminish some of those risk, risk factors, such as having a single parent home, or maybe they're just from a low income background like I was, where they were exposed to drug dealing outside of their home, outside of their school. When they're walking to school, they're seeing people that use drugs, you know, um, and it's something that Big Brothers Big Sisters is all about—is providing that support. And I am—you see in the in the what is it called in the data and all of that how just having a mentor increases high school graduation and helps with us with depression and anxiety.
0: Yeah, it gives them kind of somebody outside of their family that they can talk to. It gives them an open place in a way that they didn't maybe have before, right? Yeah, for sure. So if I can, can I ask where you guys get these mentors? Because we hear so much about mentorship and how important it is. But how do you get people that are, you know, open to doing that and helping these kids cope and not turn to drugs and alcohol?
1: We are just open to anyone in the community. We do a background check, um, but we just welcome anyone from the community. And we have a lot of professionals from a lot
0: of different fields that sign up to be mentors for our kids. Wow. I mean, I just, I think back to when I was, ki- when I was a kid and I can think about all the mentors that I had growing up, but I never really placed so much. I really, I never really realized how important it, it was in my in my own childhood growing up because it's something that if if you have it you kind of you might take for granted but if you don't you almost don't know what you're missing in a way
1: right 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 and so just just like as you're mentioning we what the mentors do here is take the kids out into the community it's one of the programs where you know they go to the beach and some of our kids you'll be surprised have never been to the beach it's not something that they have done yeah they go to basketball games or football games, um, different activities, things that you would normally do with your family that because these kids are from low resources, they don't Get have do the them. luxury, yeah, or the privilege to do these simple things that we like going to the park or going to a yeah. water park. Um, and then there's also the school to work program where. The kids are bused from school to an employee site. So like an organization. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they spend the whole day there with like um, their mentors that are employees of that organization. They have breakfast then they have some kind of presentation about college or career readiness. And then they have lunch with their big and they get to hang out and talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about. So it's really cool because if you're like, let's say, interested in real estate and we have, for instance, Saglo uh, Development Corp, it's really cool because now you're in touch with someone in this field and you get to talk to them about what's going on and how they got there, what they studied, what what college they went to.
0: Yeah, so it gives them a perspective that there is more beyond their current circumstances, right? I think you know, growing up, it's really hard to see. I mean, when you're a kid and you're dealing with so much stuff, it's really hard to see beyond those four walls of that issue and look beyond it and really get that perspective of, wait a minute, there's school for me. There is technical school for me. If it's colleges and for me, there's things for me out there that don't include turning to drugs or turning to alcohol or even other worse things like crime that you know, can really turn their lives into something that they're not, that they don't want, that they really didn't want. Right.
1: Right.
0: Right. Yeah. So what do you, what kind of advice would you give to youth? I know we've kind of talked about so much of it already, but if you could just say, you know, what is one or one or two things that, you know, you wish you could tell kids and you wish they would actually take that advice from you.
1: Yeah, I would say to them, don't take yourself so serious and, um, you know, give yourself grace when it comes to what you're going through or what is going on around you. What are the circumstances that are in your current situation? Just look at the big picture and, and don't ever think that this is it for me because there is so much more there is, um, just hope there's, there's hope. And there is, um, I want to be corny and say something like love, you know, like there's just nothing that is gonna tear you down. You know what I
0: mean? Like, yeah, you're always able to come back from it. There's never where you're just, you know, you hit that rock bottom, but yeah. Yeah. There's never a point where, you know what, you can't turn around and say, okay, no, I'm going to try. I'm going to, I'm going to pull myself up. Or even when someone is reaching in to help you, cause you can't right. quite get up that step yourself, take it, right? right? There's nothing right. wrong in taking that help. And right. then once you've taken that help, turn around and, you know, help somebody else because, you know, if they didn't help you, where, where would you end up? Right. So. Exactly. Thank just, you. Yes. You take the words right out of my
1: mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i was getting so, stuck in the love yeah my yeah moment
0: <laughs> yeah because i mean it's true it's like we want to live we don't really want kids to grow up in this world where they are scared or they don't feel like they can trust and fall back on a loving relationship to it doesn't even have to be romantic just a loving yeah. friendship or just a loving relationship where you actually where two people care about each other and you know, it's okay to fall back on those and ask for that help. And so you don't end up coping with things that are so hard in negative ways. I mean, there are always more positive ways to do things.
1: Yeah, for sure. Right now I'm in scholarship season and I'm just thinking about these kids that are so close to finishing the application and I keep doing what I can as part of my job to like give them that extra hour, extra day to finish their applications. It's like, so there's someone out there that cares about you and um, yeah, just don't get stuck in the moment, but think
0: about, you know, think about how much more you can have beyond just this, right. Right. Not turning. I, I just think that, you know, a big part of prevention, especially when it comes to drugs and alcohol is giving kids and youth this Support system, like you said earlier, it really is if if they feel that they have that support system going to something that is really, really hard for them, they can overcome it. Right. They can turn to that support and they can really find a way outside of that hardship to just keep going and pushing without turning to negative coping skills. So Defoe, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. It was wonderful talking to you. I wish you all the best luck with your work and, you know, pushing these kids just a little bit harder to get that scholarship application in. So thank thank you.
1: Thank you, Peyton. It was my pleasure.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way, you'll receive notifications as new episodes become available. If you'd like to learn more about this project, be sure to check out our website with the link in our podcast description. Thanks again for listening and remember to stay healthy, stay happy, stay clean. Until next time.